0: Moncrief on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Mmm,
0: delicious grenades. 53106 is our text number that will cost you 30 cents. You are listening to the Moncrief show on News Talk. We were talking to Graham Finley uh, before the break and he was talking about various uh, uh, ways of access into UCD, particularly if you're a mature student or um, you're, you're, you're disabled or there's various, there are various cohorts of people who might find it a bit difficult, a bit more difficult to get into third level uh, education. Dean says, I was a mature student at 23. As a 35 year old now, that seems absolutely crazy. Though at the time, I did genuinely feel a lot older than the 18 year olds around me. I suppose you would. And Sad Boy in Limerick says, have you heard that the council are recycling old bicycles? Which uh, is a kind of way into our next item. Here it is. I tried to steal spaghetti from the shop. But the female guard saw me and I couldn't get past her. That's been voted the funniest joke of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Comedian and poet John Moynes is here to assess if it's a worthy winner. Good afternoon, John.
1: Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, Is it a
0: worthy winner in your opinion?
1: No, not at all. I also even think this is the wrong title because they've been doing this for 20-something years now and they always say it's the 10 funniest jokes of the festival. Yeah. It's the 10 funniest one-liners. Yes. You know, it rules out huge amounts of comedy straight off the bat. Like When I used to do the Edinburgh Festival, I would do terrible one-man plays and uh, I never had anything that could get into something like that, even if it was funny enough, which it wasn't.
0: Yeah, and the, the people who vote on this, though, they haven't been to see the shows.
1: No. So they're losing out a lot. It's put up on a website. Yeah, and and of course, they're just reading it themselves. Now, I know about half of the comedians on that list and they're all amazing performers. So you reading that joke to yourself and hearing it in your own voice, in your own head, will not be anything like as funny as the actual product.
0: Yeah, Uh, and a lot of puns there.
1: Yes, uh, puns are the easiest one-liners to write. Um, puns and double entendres because you have two ideas in the same word so you can fit more into a sentence. Mm. I try to avoid double entendres but sometimes it's hard.
0: Yes. <laughs> Boom. Uh, actually, my funniest one is uh, I spent the whole morning building a time machine so that's four hours of my life that I'm definitely getting back. Yes, uh, Which is kind of clever and doesn't involve uh, a pun or mm. uh, a double en-
1: It I does. G- that is a <clears> pun though. It's, I suppose it, it, it is. It is. It's, it's the time ex- get, the time yeah. getting back. The yeah. un- Sophie Juker's one isn't a pun, it's just, just a straight out situational joke. But I mean, one of the ones on that list is I don't like funerals because I'm not a mourning person. Yeah. I mean, that th- that's not new. It wasn't new when I was a new comedian. It's just it's just a very straightforward substitution.
0: The fact that they do this now, mm. is, does that tell us something about... Because I, I thought one-liners were kind of dyed with Jimmy Tarbuck. Kind of
1: thing. Yeah, they were. I mean, when I started comedy in the 90s, you would hear a lot of comedians saying, no, I don't do jokes. I, just, I tell stories yes. and I discuss concepts, yeah. you know. And, um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But in recent years, they've made a huge comeback. And it's partly because people want to be as wealthy as Jimmy Carr. But I mm. think it's mainly Twitter. Yeah, and Twitter in its early days, if you were trying to promote yourself on it, you only had one hundred and forty characters. It forced every comedian to learn how to write one-liners again.
0: Right? Okay. Yeah, but so has that damaged the the, the more storytelling
1: no, arm of comedy? No, um, you, you you can get away with both, obviously, and. It it takes a very special skill to do one liners repeatedly for more than bi- I find about four minutes and people start walking out. Yeah, um, but it's, it, it's a it's a fascinating thing, Claire. It's you don't see new comedians doing many uh, one liners because uh, the amount of work you have to put into it and you get ten seconds of material. But yeah. if if you start off with you know an embarrassing situation you were in or. Telling a story about your childhood or talking about your own genitals, as most new comedians do, you can easily pad something out to a couple of minutes, and it's easier to build up to an act.
0: Yeah, also is what I would have thought if he, if if I mean, such as uh, uh, Masai Graham, who had mm. the winning joke. He, like he can never use that joke again, presumably.
1: Well, no, but loads of other people will. Um, and, uh, th- 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 this, is, this is the problem with one-liners is they're very easy to steal either deliberately or people read it and it pops back up into their head a few months ago and you know I see a lot of gigs so I see a lot of very new comedians doing the open spots and I remember about 12 or 13 years ago David O'Doherty had a joke that was that made it into the top 10 and I think I heard it 20 times over the following year from 20 different comedians
0: is that conscious thievery do
1: you i think? don't i wouldn't think so i may, maybe some of them are but it' mm. it's, it's definitely easy to do by accident yeah, but what what I find fascinating about writing one liners is you you write them backwards, you start with uh you hear a phrase, you start with something, and then you realize, oh, that has two meanings, and then you construct a way. Back towards it, mm. so the Olaf oh, falafel gag. There, he would time. I'm not getting back. Well, how would I get back time? I'd have yeah. a time machine. I'd build a time machine, yeah. and that's the that's the structure of it.
0: Okay, yeah, all right. Well, that yeah, that like they're they're fairly easy to do.
1: Well, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're easy to do that, but doing that well yeah. uh, is tricky. And then trying to remember them when there's no narrative flow as you would have in a oh, normal. Oh, yeah, because if that. there's more
0: one-liners, that's just more stuff to remember. Well, reason. yeah,
1: but I. I, I f- found the best way to do it is, um, you know, because one-liners will be on all kinds of different topics. So if you tell a joke about an accountant, and then tell a joke about a badger, and then tell a joke about a cathedral, and then tell a joke uh, about a doctor, and just work your way through the alphabet, and that's the structure for your show.
0: <laughs> is that what you are? Uh, are there little drinks like you use like that for if you get stuck?
1: Yeah, I, I think other people do, but uh, when I'm on stage I might have about two minutes of prepared material over the course of the night and I improvise the rest of it so um, I've just given up on remembering things because I'm too old right okay
0: well Mm. with age it's more difficult to remember anything anyway yes yeah Um, yeah. but even when you're improvising you have a Mm. kind of a vague route map
1: Uh, no I just chat to people in the audience and then whatever they come out with will set my brain off on something and um, because I've wasted decades doing this I'm quite confident that I can start a sentence and reach a punchline, even if I don't know where I'm going Okay, yeah,
0: is that tiring
1: very uh, I did the longest show I ever did of that was uh, an hour and a half, and it was it was a very bizarre one I, I I used to do a show that was about mental illness that I did with a charity, and I got booked to do a show one night and this would be a kind of a beginner 's guide to depression mm. effectively yeah and uh, I showed up and nobody had told me this in advance, but the entire audience were people who had previously been homeless due to mental health problems, so you know. They they didn't need to know about my middle-class depression. (laughs) And and I just felt, well, uh, there's nothing... Also, a lot of them had never been in a theatre before, so they didn't have their... So I just started a conversation, and the conversation lasted an hour and a half, and I walked off stage, and I almost fell asleep in the changing room. Crikey. Yeah.
0: How do you... uh, But, you see, in a situation like that, are Mm. you... uh, Obviously, you have to, you know, work with the people who are there and their stories and all the rest of it. So are you kind of looking for where can I get a laugh in here? Or are you thinking maybe there won't be a laugh here and that's, not, that's okay?
1: Yeah, well, it's not okay to finish without a laugh in yeah. comedy. That's what, yeah. I, that's what I have poetry for. Yes. But, um, <laughs> no, I, what, what I do, because I've done this a lot, I, I'm just comfortable with the fact that even if I can't think of something funny now a phrase will come into my head or something will come up and you can just, you can just get a laugh in a few seconds.
0: Right. Okay. Mm. No matter what the subject matter? No. Or is, no, can no, there no, be there, a limit? There's,
1: there's absolutely, there's always cultural limits. Um, there's things that, you know, even over the course of my career, I've been doing this um, for 29 years. Um, there were things you could joke about in the 90s that you can't joke about now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and vice versa. Some things have gone completely out of fashion. And that's just because culture changes. It's not, You know, it's not because of cancel culture or anything Mm. like that. It's just society is always changing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, even like Mock the Week, which would be considered quite right on these days. I came across a book that they brought out after their first series. And I'd say about a quarter of the jokes in it, or maybe a quarter, a fifth of the jokes are about transgender people. And, really? Yeah, yeah. And, and they're not even... It's actually, it's just the same gag over and over again. Oh, I was on a stag party in Bangkok, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, and whereas now that's... And the, and the same people would not make those... It, those jokes wouldn't occur to them anymore. OK. Yeah.
0: We could retrospectively cancel Dara
1: and then. Well, everyone gets yeah. cancelled repeatedly every uh, day. Every day, <laughs> yes, sooner
0: or later. Uh, John, thanks a million. Thank Lovely to very see much, you again. Sean.